This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. From CBS News, this is The Takeout with Major Garrett. Welcome to your Tuesday Takeout Outtake Especial. Now, this is part of the continuous conversation on CBSN. And for our podcast subscribers, it's your special Tuesday edition. And sometimes the conversation takes a new turn when we do... The Takeout Outtake Especial, sometimes it's a continuation of where we left off in the main show. Today, here in Columbia, South Carolina, where I'm delighted to be, at Lizard's Thicket, we're going to continue the conversation we ended in segment four with Henry McMaster, the Republican governor of South Carolina. The topic we ended with in segment four was abortion. Governor, you want to add something else, please? Yeah, there's one other thing. is that The starting place, say, on, on guns is always the Second Amendment. You have a constitutional right to, to have... Plainly stated in the Constitution. And one of the uh, one of the candidates, one of the Democratic candidates, I think it was, is it AOC or OAC? Anyway, that that lady, Congresswoman, mm-hmm. said if the founders had wanted us to have a right to uh, bear arms, they would put it in the Constitution. Well, it, it's in the Constitution. It's very very clear. There's no right to privacy. So you ask, does a woman have a a, a right? There's no constitutional right. But the the better question is. Like in the Second Amendment, what are the rights of the child? Does the child have a right to life? And the answer to that is yes. And that's a God-given right. That's where you should start in those questions. And that right begins at conception? That's correct. And uh, any regulation after that, six weeks, ten weeks, twenty weeks, is immaterial to you? And a, a kind of a violation of that essential well, right, uh, a well, natural right. Well, I, I, you have to start with that. That is where the, that is the from that your perspective. Is, that's from my perspective. That's where you start. It's just like the uh, uh, freedom of religion. You start with it. We as as people, we can pray. We have any religion when we whatever we want to how we pray in private. We ought to be able to pray in public. That's the freedom of religion. For a court to say that you can't do it, it can't pray the way you want to pray at a public event is restricting your right to that freedom of religion. That is in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> these questions, they are basic in one sense and complex uh, in the other. But the way to begin to understand it and arrive at the right conclusion, I believe, is to start with the, ri- the meaning of the Constitution and go from there. Since we're there, and you mentioned gun rights uh, several times, uh, what does a well-regulated militia mean to you in the Constitution? Well, we we are in our militia started, I think, in 1670 or something. Among the first, yeah, in the colonies. That's right. And essential to the uprising that became the revolutionary spirit in this country, if I understand the history correctly. That's correct. And uh, our state guard, we have a national guard, of course. We also have a state guard, which is the direct continuation of Francis Marion's 
militia, the swamp fox. Uh, and again, this is where the British were whooped. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do make that point <laughs> once or twice, don't you? Yeah, I mean, this is, I, I believe in history, and it, I think it's important because if we understand the history of what happened, the history of the Constitution, the history of everything of of in, in these these wars, I mean, those were those were serious serious things. Most of most of the men that signed that Constitution ended up losing all their, their fortunes. Many of them lost their lives. Some taken into uh, prisoners. And I mean, it was it was they risked it all. And why they do that is important because they they saw very important freedoms that our Constitution was designed not to give them. We we have those mm-hmm. God given rights, but to protect the the government from taking those away from us so in, uh, to keep a, a strong country. And a well-regulated militia, which is the specific language of the Constitution, also accords an individual unassailable right to a firearm in this That's country. That's right. That's right. According to your interpretation of the Constitution. That's right. Just want to clear that up. So, Governor, we have three uh, questions. We ask every single one of our guests who sit down at the takeout table, and our audience loves the answers because they, in their own way, provide an insight into the personality of the person sitting at the table. So here are the three questions. You can take them in whatever order you want. Most influential book in your life, your all-time favorite movie or one of your favorite movies, and if you're on a long flight or a long drive across this beautiful state, what kind of music, artist, or genre are you most likely to listen to? Well, let's see. Let's start with music. I like country music. I like rock and roll music. I might like most every kind of music. Um, Ravel's Bolero. What? What is that? that that's that's great. Have you listened to that? Yes. Uh, yeah. That's from a very famous movie called Ten. Yes. Well, the last time I heard it played at length was when um, in the big, big meeting they had in Paris with the French president. Mm-hmm. Played the whole thing. It's about 23 minutes long. Yeah. Everybody's getting tired. But, uh, I mean, I like all kind of music. And <clears throat> my daughter sings and plays guitar. My son and I play the guitar. You play? I try. I try mm-hmm. Yeah. And Peggy... Uh, your wife? Peggy, yeah, and, and our sister was uh, was a professional singer. Her sister, my grandmama majored in music uh, at Shakora College a long time ago. Daddy sang like a bird in the choir at the University of South Carolina in the church. And all. anyway, so I love almost every kind of music, from Michael Jackson to the Rolling Stones to Hank Williams, senior and original and. Oh, George, George Jones. George, I love that. He quit loving her today. Mm-hmm. And uh, Johnny Tim, Cash. Tim, Johnny Cash is terrific. Tim McGraw, I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. I use. I try to use a lot of those lines in speeches and to make points. And they, they work very well. But uh, they land well. They do. But the, the Beatles. Now I remember, I saw them one time mm-hmm. when you were wearing your bell bottoms. No, I wasn't wearing bell bottoms. <laughs> Out in Seattle, Washington, and it was uh, it was terrific. And <clears throat> what was the next one? Uh, movie. Movie. Hmm. Gosh, a lot of they had so many great. great one, one way I like to help people think about it is if you're at home and you're flipping through and you see it, you just you just stop. Usually, anything anything with, with about history I, I like, but I think. Um, uh, I met Charlton Heston, so his his movies with the Ten Commandments and Ben Hur. By the way, he said Ben Hur was his favorite favorite movie. I know it's one. regarded now as sort of campy, but I think it's one of the all time great movies of all time. Oh, I do too. And the uh, book is phenomenal too, Henry. It is Wallace. Oh, uh, Lou Wallace uh, was the author. Marlon Brando, I think, is, is, is terrific. Um, gosh, I mean, a lot of great John Wayne, Jimmy Stewart, Rock, Robert Mitchum, uh, Elizabeth Taylor. I, I just think they're all terrific. That'll all work. And yeah. most influential book in your life? Most influential book. Well, the Bible will have to be in there somewhere. Of course. Understood. Uh, 
Books like uh, history books would be in there somewhere, of course. I love history. Try to learn as much as I can. I forget a lot more than I learn. But uh, I like books about politics and about history. And I try to read about what, what people are thinking uh, about uh, innovations in space and uh, the history of the world. There was a statement... I can't remember. It might have been Charleston history, uh, Charleston Heston that, that said it, either as a character or just himself, saying that he has come to believe that not that history is an important subject, but that it is the only subject. And in in politics and government and law, knowing what happened before and why it happened, and you see smart people, some of the smartest that the world has ever had, doing certain things for certain reasons, gives you a roadmap as to what to do in the future because human nature hadn't changed very much. Mm-hmm. So anything involving history. Uh, Barbara Tuckman wrote a book called March of Folly that uh, is a study of that, about uh, smart people making bad decisions because they didn't understand the history. That's right. Governor, it's been great to have you. That's it? That's it, sir. What, we're we, done. Le- what do we leave out? <laughs> I don't think we left <laughs> nothing out. <laughs> right. That's the voice of Henry McMaster, the 117th governor of the great city of South Carolina. I'm Major Garrett. We've been in Columbia, South Carolina. The governor's hometown at Lizard's Thicket. I thank everyone here for a great meal and hospitality. Governor, it's been great to talk to you. Thank you. Enjoyed it, Major. Thank you. We're done. Bye. New episodes of The Takeout are available Friday mornings wherever you get your podcasts. The Takeout is produced by Arden Farin, Katiana Krachenko, Jamie Benson, Sarah Cook, and Ellie Watson. CBSN production by Alex Zuckerman, Eric Susanen, and Grace Seegers. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Takeout Podcast. That's at Takeout Podcast. And for more, visit TakeoutPodcast.com. The Takeout is a production of CBS News Radio. If you like The Takeout, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. I'm CBS News correspondent Major Garrett, host of the podcast Agent of Betrayal, The Double Life of Robert Hansen. During the Cold War, FBI agent Robert Hansen traded classified secrets to the Kremlin in exchange for cash and jewels. In the podcast, you'll hear from Hansen's closest friends, family members, victims, and colleagues for the most comprehensive telling of who Robert Hansen really was. Binge the entire series now. Agent of Betrayal, The Double Life of Robert Hansen is available on the Wondery app, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.